Welcome to the second episode of And One with EJ. I'm your host, Ernest EJ Christian, coming to you on recording on Tuesday night, dropping on Wednesday morning on the Hulla Podcast Network feed. Fellas, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming to the podcast. Tune in the podcast. Appreciate it. Subscribe to this podcast across all podcast catchers, you know. As I check mic here. Oh, we're good. We're good. We're good. So, <clears throat> again, the weekly edition of the, of the podcast brought to you by me, <laughs> brought to you by Hello Podcast Network, of course, brought to you by the good people here in this world. And uh, we ho- ho- hope you guys are having a good holiday lead up, ho- holiday season lead up, should I say. Um, as you got, I got five things on my mind to talk about in the NBA this week. Um, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at number 7 or especially my YouTube page. Please, guys, subscribe to my YouTube page at youtube.com slash at Ernest Christian. Doing some good things there. I might start putting some of the some of this, uh, stuff on that feed as well, too. <clears throat> this uh, podcast as well. But here is my first observation this week on N1 with EJ. Um... So, the title of this episode is Sky Blue, Water Wet, ADs Hurt. Because that's what's up. The sky's blue, the water, water, sky is always blue, water's always wet, and Ant Davis is always hurt. And it sucks because he's having the stretch prior to the injury last week as Denver. Was ha- having a fantastic season. Arguably MV- MVP's chatter. Although you can't really give him MVP if your team is under 500. Let's be real. That's not going to happen. But at the very least, he deserves some of the chatter. And now he's out for at least a month. This is exactly what I was afraid of for the Lakers when the season started. When they started 0-5 and they were you know, behind the eight ball early in the year. And I said, the reason why this was important, that he starts so slow, and why it was a bad look, was that they were already healthy. LeBron was playing, AD was playing, Russell Westbrook was playing, and the players, the the supporting cast of players that they do have, with uh, you know at the time, um, were all healthy. And you always at this point because of AD in his history, and I hate saying this because he's a fantastic player. He's he's supposed to be one of the greatest, the greatest power forward in history of the game, but he's not because of the injuries. Is that when you do these predictions for the team every year? You have to bake in the Anthony Davis injuries too, because you have to understand that every year, no matter what, because of this, what is his build, the way he falls, whatever it may be, he's going to miss at least fifteen to twenty games a year, no matter how you slice it. So when you do your predictions for the Lakers, you got to bake that in automatically, and I did that. You bake in the fact that he will miss between fifteen and twenty games a year minimum. He's out a month. I mean, do the math. That's at least what fifteen games there, at least. Um, and it's important now too because now the Lakers now you know with this injury now they they are now twelve in the West they were surging and they were climbing into that playing situation of course twelve in the playoffs as early in the year is still kind of ridiculous but at the same time you know you got to start you at this point now in this year you got to start, start positioning yourself to get in a situation where you can go for a run and the Lakers start playing better recent weeks wins this Milwaukee and teams of that nature and then this injury happens okay all a month. So right now, the Lakers are currently 13-17. They're number 12 in the West. Um, the good news for the Lakers is that 
No one is really one way to the West right now. Like they're actually, if you can, if you if you can actually believe this, they're only six and a half back of first place of the number one seed in the Western Conference right now, behind Memphis. Not saying they're going to catch Memphis or those top teams in the West. I'm just saying that the, given the, the environment of the Western Conference. So if they if if they can hold serve for the next month or so to eighty gets back, and then go another run, say in the in the in the, in, in the middle of winter, January February. Then maybe they can position themselves to be maybe in a play in, possibly out of the play in situation. But this hurts. This hurts the momentum. So we'll see how the Lakers respond. Obviously, more more pressure on LeBron now at age 37, turning 38 in next week, actually. We'll see how that plays out. <clears throat> Speaking of injuries, the Warriors really dodged a bullet with Seth Curry getting hurt last week, hurting his shoulder last week. It looked like it could be an injury that could, it could keep him out for a long time. Um, luckily for him, he's only going to miss not, not as much time as we thought it was going to be. Before it's all, he'll be back probably early next year. Um, early Jan- next year being next, just calendar year next month in January. Um, he's, early, he's still early in the rehab process. But, I mean, it could be it could have been worse. You know, but again, this is also why, you know, things like this is why you, you, you have a Jordan Poole. If you you missed Steph Curry for a little while, is why you have a Jordan Poole in there to replace him. Now, now tonight they lost to the Knicks in a big in big fashion, so that didn't help. But um, the Warriors are just holding serve. I, I still think the Warriors when all, when it's all said and done, once they get things in order, only, right now they're what fifteen and seventeen. Let me let me in the West again. Another team that's a whole serve until he gets back, and then hopefully they position themselves to to be one of the better teams in the Western Conference. I, not by long shot, I count them out. This is a very strange season. A lot of really, te- a lot of teams doing playing above the the, the level I, we thought they'd be. But you know, the Warriors. I, I I still think they'll be fine overall. I still think when it when it's all said and done, um, that the Warriors will be fine. But the Steph Curry, they dodge a bullet there. They dodge a bullet. So hopefully he's back sooner or later, and you'll see the Warriors win another run toward the back end of the season, or at least due to All Star break. Number three, the Miami Heat are finally settling in. Now, I say this as they lose tonight to Chicago, um, but prior to that, they had won four games in a row, albeit against teams that should be beaten, San Antonio's and, who is it, uh, Houston's and, you know, the, the OKC's of the world. But, again, when you when you start slow, you don't get to cut the line. You don't get to say, oh, well, it's an easy game. You, you you have to win those games. This is the same Heat team that they beat Boston, you know, what whatnot. But lose to Detroit and lose to uh, lose to uh, who's it? Detroit and someone some other bad team they lost to recently. San Antonio, for example, a couple weeks ago. So the Heat is settling in a little bit finally. They're eight right now in the eighteen in the Western in the Eastern Conference. Um, and like I said, I, I think when it's all said and done, they'll find themselves back in, in the top six. I think the Knicks, who have not won eight in a row, are playing off the gourd. Maybe maybe sustain this, maybe they don't. We'll see. But. You know, there's clearly some separation in Eastern Conference right now. Miami's not part of that separation yet. There's still, there's still the, the Milwaukee's and Boston's and then Cleveland's and then Brooklyn, who's, who's put all together, which, which which we'll get to in a second. But the Heat have settled in a little bit finally. Again, we're saying this now as they lose to the, the Bulls tonight, but we'll see how things go. You know, move forward with this team. I still have to trust this team. Tyler Hero's part of his mind, so we see. We'll obviously have that going. They gotta stay healthy, of course. That's number one. They gotta stay healthy. This has been one of the biggest bugaboos of the year. Is they cannot stay healthy, and hopefully they stay healthy going forward. And if they stay healthy, they'll be fine. All right, number four, the New Orleans Pelicans have cooled off a little bit. Um, 
we last week on the podcast was the lead off topic of, of the show was the Pelicans being red hot. Since that since that podcast, they have lost four in a row. Um, it's funny how you, you when you start getting the spotlight on you, things change a little bit. They now dropped the four in the West. They were they were, they were number one in the West at the time of the recording. Nine number four. Look, I still think they're a really good team. I still think they'll figure things out. But this is this is part of the ebb and flow of the NBA season, you know. Crying out loud, the Orlando Magic prior to Monday had won six in a row. Don't mean anything. I do think New Orleans has a lot of growing pains to go through still. I mean, obviously you talk about Zion. Zion's having a fantastic year. But again, this is a, this is growing pains for this team now. This is growing pains. Um, I do I I do think this team will be a playoff team, not a play-in team. I, I think of the six teams in the Western Conference, I think when I think when it's all said and done, they will be one of the six teams, the best six teams in the in the, uh, in the West. I'm I'm confident of that, barring any injuries, of course, to Zion or, or Brandon Ingram, for example, too. They should be fine. Um, but uh, yeah, obviously losing Brandon Ingram for a couple, couple games too, especially, is not going to help. It has, has hurt the team. You need all all hands in. But I think overall, once all said and done, this is part of the growing pains of being that team. When you have more eyeballs on you, and people looking to you as a contender, you know, a little bit of pressure, maybe a little bit of pressure. But again, also the the the, the excuse here is that they don't have Brandon Ingram right now, too. He's been out for a while. All right, finally, fifth thing here. I was fishing this week's uh, end one with EJ. Again, guys, thanks for tuning into this podcast, as always. Uh, can we give the Nets head coach, Jock Vaughn, some credit here? You know, he took... It, it, it seems like eons ago, the Nets were literally a dumpster fire. Kyrie Irving his issues, obviously, with off the court. Steve Nash struggling with everything. Kevin Durant just being frustrated. Ben Simmons in and out of the lineup. Hasn't figured it out yet. All of a sudden, you bring in Jacques Vaughn. Instead of, you elevate Jacques Vaughn instead of bringing Ime Edoka as head coach. And the Nets have been on a roll. Right now, the Nets in the Eastern Conference at this, as of this recording. The Nets, are f- number four in the, e- in the East, have won six in a row, nine in the last ten games. They're, on, they're playing better. Ben Simmons is done figuring things out. Kevin Durant is all of a sudden climbing the MVP discussion. Kyrie Irving is playing within himself. This look, I agree that this Nets team will be judged ultimately in the playoffs because of who they have, and I'm with you on that one. But can we give Jacques Vaughn credit for taking over a dumpster fire and now has this team playing fantastic basketball? The only three guys back in the, in, the, in the East of Milwaukee, and they're playing great basketball. And, and, and you know, for all the talk about Kevin Durant, and, and look, the players deserve the credit, of course, what they're doing the court. But I'm, I wanted to give my like a shout out to Jacques Vaughn for taking over a dumpster fire and getting things done with that team. And this team is playing out of its mind right now. Full credit to that guy, Jacques Vaughn, in Brooklyn. So there you go. All right, that's it for this week's podcast. Again, we keep, we keep this podcast short and sweet. You know. Between 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes, depending on how I feel. Again, I am on Twitter at EJCousin7. Again, shout out to Big Jim, James Nees, for letting me do this on the feed. Of course, the Hello Podcast, of course, as I appear on there every Tuesday. Every Tuesday with the guys, with Matt, with Jim, with, with Kyle, as he's talking about football. But here's my, my, my NBA uh, uh, you know, thing here. So until next week, guys, have a very Merry Christmas. Stay safe. And, uh, and we'll see you next week on the, on the pod. Later.